Welcome to Rise to the Top, a college football betting podcast with your host and number one college football handicapper, Freddie Wills. Hey guys, welcome back to another podcast. Before we get into it all, I just wanted to kind of let you know uh, that past, present, and future mybookie.ag players for this week only, they're offering a free risk-free bet on the Bears and Lions game. Simply choose a team against the spread for up to $250. If you win, congrats. You've got extra holiday spending money. If you lose, congratulations to you as well. MyBookie.ag will give you all of your money back. It's a no-brainer because you literally cannot lose. It's no risk, all gravy. And you can join right now with a 100% bonus. Just uh, go over to MyBookie.ag, enter promo code WILLS, and MyBookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar to jumpstart your bankroll, and that's on top of that risk-free bet. So make sure you check it out if you're interested in my Review of the sports book, head on over to freddywills.com backslash my bookie. So just wanted to recap last week. Uh, listen, college football has been just not very good this year. I'm not hiding from anything. Um, listen, I've, I've put in the work, that's for sure. And I don't want to make excuses about – I'm not going to talk about this too much because literally – uh, we're just betting betting more dogs and favorites, and the favorites are covering. And especially in the fourth quarter when they're coin flip games, I mean, literally over four in coin flip games, 0-3-1. Oh, uh, San Diego State, I, I didn't actually stay up for this game, so maybe I did get lucky with the push. But, I mean, still it's a push at plus three San Diego State. UCLA, plus 14. I, literally, that was a coin flip game. They were covering a couple times in the fourth quarter. Loss. Syracuse, again, another coin flip game in the fourth quarter. Uh, I mean, they had the ball down, I think, 14, and they were moving the ball with ease on Louisville. Coin flip game, loss. Duke plus seven. Duke takes the lead, 27, 27 to 26 in the fourth quarter against Wake Forest. Now, you, you think you're holding on to a plus seven ticket. You're feeling pretty good. Coin flip game in the fourth quarter, you have eight points to work with. Loss. Coin flip game, loss. Uh, we had UCF. I didn't even mention that in this one. Twenty, They had a 17-point lead several times in the fourth quarter. Coin, I wouldn't even call that a coin flip. That's a bad beat. Loss. So, I mean, there, <laughs> I, I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do in those situations, but uh, it, <laughs> the one favorite doesn't cover either. So, I listen, small sample. Even one season is a small sample. When I've been doing this 11 years and I've profited over the long term, you know, we went 11-3 the previous week. Uh, this week, you know, we had a bad week. I think we went 2-7. and seven. Uh, We did come back on NFL on Sunday. We went 3-1, and 4-1 and one in the NFL, although right now I have the Rams on Monday, Monday night, and uh, Lamar Jackson is just putting on a show. I mean, literally, probably the easiest money public backers have made all season when you factor in – 70% of the tickets, 62% of the money on the Ravens tonight uh, jumped up all the way to three and a half. You know, I had to take the Rams at, I mean, the Rams playoff hopes are on the line. So anyways, four and two, it's going to end up being a four and two week in the NFL. You know, we'll still profit 5% on the NFL side. So, the, you know, that's, that's all that really matters is profit week after week. But college football has been killing us this year. Luckily the NFL has been pretty dominant. So, uh, you know, 
I, I'm not going to change anything. I'm going to continue. The one thing I will say that I need to concentrate on in the off season is backing more favorites. You know, I, I have been a long time underdog player. It's done really well for me in the past, but uh, it's it's obvious that when these games get in the fourth quarter, the team that's better, if they're right on the cusp of um, winning or covering, they, they end up getting that last score to to uh, win the game. And then the other thing, turnovers. You know, I, I'm really been focusing on turnovers and turnover margin the last three weeks. You know, paid off last week for sure. Uh, but this week, again, I, you know, I was on the unfortunate other side of turnovers. So, uh, you know, at the end of each one of these games, I'll try to – some of the ones that I've, at least I'm, I'm going to be looking at, and I'm going to break down all the college football games from now till Friday. I'll try to do another podcast if time allots this week. Um, I'll, I'll just give you a brief uh, stat on the turnovers. So let's get into it. Tuesday night gets some action again. Uh, I, I, neither one of these games are exciting. Ohio at Akron, Ohio fighting for a bowl, but th- there's no guarantee Ohio gets it since they played an FCS foe and won that game. So I, I know that's one of their six wins. I don't know how motivated they, they'd be to blow out Akron here. Uh, they're a 27.5-point favorite. I don't – you know, Akron, similar spot last week. Miami, Ohio had nothing to play for, and it was a three-point game. So can Ohio run the score up here? Absolutely. They have the quarterback to do it. They have a balanced offense. And you obviously know Air Akron is, is one of the worst teams we've seen in college football history. I mean, there was never a team that had gone – 0 for 12 against the spread. They were 0 and 10 against the spread, and then last week they covered. So, you know, I'm not going to be getting involved in this game at all. There's there's nothing for me here. So, I will tell you this: 70 over 70 percent of the tickets and money, um, small sample size, 731 bets are on Ohio. So, uh, you know, I wouldn't go that route. Western Michigan needs to win here against uh, Northern Illinois. Northern Illinois out of a bowl game. Western Michigan wins. They get to the conference championship. They they have the tiebreaker over Central Michigan, but Central Michigan doesn't play until Friday. So, you know, this game obviously means a lot for Western Michigan coming off a bye. They face the Northern Illinois team, which is down this year and, and won't be going to a bowl game. Russ Bowers, the quarterback for Northern Illinois, out on Tuesday with a concussion, so he's not going to be playing here. I lean Western Michigan. This is not the same Northern Illinois defense that, that used to be able to stop the run. You know, we have – I mean, they've ranked like 80th against the run, 96th in yards per carry, and, and that's against some bad def- – you know, actually they rank 112th against the run, uh, you know, Facing Western Michigan, you got to be able to stop the run. The weather is not going to be good here. Moderate rain, 13-mile-per-hour winds, which, you know, normally makes me lean towards the dog. But, uh, you know, Western Michigan obviously has a major advantage here. Uh, extra week to play. They have all the motivation. They have the matchup advantage if it's raining, what you want. I, I don't see how Northern Illinois – I mean, sure, yeah, you can say that they can move the ball on the ground. I have to look at what – Western Michigan has done against one-dimensional offenses. Actually, you could even call this a zero-dimensional offense. Northern Illinois' 96 and yard per carry offense. I mean, this team is just completely different than they were in the past. And then if you go down to turnover margin, Northern Illinois, 104th. Western Michigan, 20th. 
So they have that advantage as well. Lean West, Western Michigan, although this spread is jumping up here, 82% of the money on Western Michigan, and, and they're and they're going to start. You're going to. I'm surprised we didn't see it earlier today, but the, this line jumping up to eight, eight and a half. I think it was all about teaser protection here. Uh, yeah, I would see. I, I would be shocked if we don't see nine and a halfs tomorrow as uh, more players start to back Western Michigan, teasing it with uh, you know NFL games for Thursday. So let's move on to the Egg Bowl on Thanksgiving. Uh, you know, Ole Miss, a two-and-a-half-point dog, while Mississippi State is alive for a bowl game and, you know, will be the home team here. It seems kind of weird that they're only a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Ole Miss playing better, but still only getting 35% of the bets because of that idea that they can't get to a bowl game. They're probably not motivated. You know, all that situational spot. Uh, Joe Moorhead may be out after this year at Mississippi State if he can't win this game. For me, the matchup is Ole Miss can stop the run. They've they've proven both teams can stop the run. But, you know, Mississippi State has no passing game. Neither does Ole Miss. But I think that Ole Miss is a better running team, and they are more dynamic with, with a running quarterback that actually has speed. Mississippi State's running quarterback is more of a power running game. So that that's very interesting to me. Ole Miss, I think, is trending up. I, I lean towards Ole Miss here. Mississippi State is 15-6 and six against the spread at home over their last 21. But the road team in this series, 4-0 against the spread the last four. And the dog is 5-2 and two against the spread in the last seven. Mississippi State won this game by three last year. And going down to the turnover margin, Ole Miss is actually better on the turnover margin, ranking 61st compared to Mississippi State, 76th. We backed Ole Miss uh, two weeks ago against LSU. Thought they would be able to run the ball and stop the run. I, I mean, they gave LSU I, – I, LSU wanted to get up early and bench their players. They were not able to do that because Ole Miss kept scoring. So, uh, you know, Mississippi State – you're going to ask oh, Mississippi State to score a lot of points here. I don't think they can do it. I, I actually think Ole Miss will win this game outright. Probably be a play of mine. Moving on, Virginia, Virginia Tech. Both teams sit at 8-3, and three, and the winner gets – to face Clemson in the ACC championship game. While, you know, many wrote Virginia Tech off, they've completely turned their season around since the Duke game. Actually, the the team has been noting every game as AD on their schedule after Duke. Uh, you know, they dominated last week against a very good pit team. I think they got a little lucky in, in terms of the weather pit throwing team, and it was like a monsoon out there. So, uh, you know, 28 to nothing, let's, let's not overreact. Um, they are a different offense, no doubt about it since they've gone to hooker at quarterback. You know, this was a tight game last year that Virginia Tech stole in overtime. Bryce Perkins was great last year in this game. I, I just don't think he is having as good of a year. And Virginia Tech just seems to be trending way, way, way up. But look, everyone's going to be saying that. And we're already seeing 73% of the tickets come in on Virginia Tech, which has pushed this line up to minus three. Remember, Virginia is at home here. You know, so uh, this is this is a short number for a team that has dominated the series. And Virginia, you know, home dog here. If this gets to three and a half, I might be leaning towards Virginia. Miami, Ohio here has nothing to play for again this week facing Ball State. And that's very indicative of the line going from, uh, you know, plus five and a half to plus three. Uh, actually, you could say Ball State has nothing to play for, and that's probably why the line has moved. Ball State not going to a bowl game. Miami's strength is their defense, and particularly their run defense, which makes for an interesting MAC championship game 
next week if they face Western Michigan. But here they face Ball State, who passes more than they throw. Uh, my algorithms like Miami, Ohio, so there's a little bit, bit of a battle here for me. Uh, after a three-point win over Akron last week for Miami, Ohio, I, I could trust Miami here. Miami, Ohio here with nothing to play for. They're already in the MAC championship game. Um, I mean, maybe they want some rhythm, and they obviously don't want to lose a game before the MAC championship game. But uh, yeah, I there's plenty of games on the board. I'll I'll pass on this. Toledo versus Central Michigan. This may be a big game for Central Michigan, but it all depends on if Western Michigan wins or loses on Friday or on uh, Tuesday. I'd lean towards Toledo if Western Michigan wins on Tuesday, but the line's going to move. So you may actually actually already put it put it in as a bet. You know, obviously I'm not going to give this out to clients because you know parlays are usually for bums. But I, I bet Western Michigan on the money line, parlayed it with Toledo on the money line, and you get over four to one odds. Uh, because, you know, obviously Central Michigan, by the time this game on Friday happens, and, you know, I can hedge out of that bet, obviously, but uh, Central Michigan is going to know if they can get to the MAC championship or not. If Western Michigan loses against Northern Illinois, they have a shot. Otherwise, they don't. Uh, you know, to- Toledo's still fighting for a bowl spot at 6-5. Six and five, both, You know, uh, there's no guarantee that they're going to get in at 6-6, six and six, but at 7-5, they, they definitely get in. Kent State. Five and six here facing Eastern Michigan, six and five. Kent State maybe needs this more more to get bowl eligible. Eastern Michigan has an extra four days to prepare for this one. Both teams are off wins as underdogs, and Kent State is off back-to-back wins as underdogs. So you're asking yourself, can they do this three games in a row? I don't know. I think Eastern Michigan probably just ran into a bad Northern Illinois team last week as well. Kent State beat Buffalo and Ball State back-to-back, but both games were – at home Uh, going on the road here may be a different challenge for them. They had to actually come back in miracle fashion against Buffalo. Very, you know, so you you have to think maybe they don't have much left here or going against another good team on the road. Uh, I don't think that they can come back from a deficit like that, but I do, you know, if anything, I I don't have a lean, probably not going to play this, but I would rather take the points with Kent state. Here's an interesting one that um, Texas versus Texas tech. Texas Tech out of a bowl game, you know, I would have liked to have seen that beat Kansas State uh, and set this up for, you know, a better game here. But they definitely want to take care of Texas either way. Texas a 10-point favorite here. That You know, they've been out of bowls before heading into this game. And the last four years, this game has been decided by seven points or less. I think Texas back at home needs to have a big win to quiet some critics. So, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a little hesitant to back Texas Tech. I just don't know what I'm going to do here. This is not the same Texas Tech team as in years past, which concerns me because uh, they don't put up as many, as many points and it's a you know a different matchup for Texas. I think Texas Tech is trending in the right direction. I mean, they've been playing really well down the stretch. And, um, you know, the other thing to consider here is I think I think Sam Ellinger for Texas, the quarterback, I, I, I think he's not healthy. I don't think he's 100%. I think he's playing through it. He's a tough, tough guy. Uh, you know, he did this last year where he played through it. He didn't seem the same. I think his arms hurt or something because he just does not look the same to me. So I'm, I'm probably passing on this, but, it, you know, you put a gun to my head, I'm probably taking Texas Tech. I think this game probably means a little bit more to them. Missouri versus Arkansas. 
Missouri needs a win to get to bowl eligibility, but they, they've been playing awful, playing as bad as anyone in the country. Luckily here, uh, you know, their last four games have been against good defenses in a row, but they just lost to Vanderbilt on the road as well. Not, not just five games ago. They started this losing streak by losing to Vanderbilt on the road. You know, Arkansas really has not played well against good defenses this year. And I think Missouri can move the ball on Arkansas a bit here. Missouri may try to take out some frustration on a very bad Arkansas team as they try to get bowl eligible here. Arkansas probably has nothing left to play for after that LSU game last week. You know, they, they put in a lot of effort early in that game and then it ended up being a blowout. Actually, they covered the spread, but uh, you know, I don't know if they care about this game at all, or if they just care about, you know, sometimes when you're the home team, especially when you have nothing to play for on a Thanksgiving holiday, it's better to be the road team in that situation. I think I could see Missouri rolling here and I don't think many people are going to want to back them uh, in this losing streak as a double digit favorite. So uh, lean Missouri, Iowa let an Illinois team hang around last week. Now they face Nebraska who is healthier than they've been. And, and obviously they're trending up. They need a win to go bowl eligible. I'm not sure that this game, what this game means to Iowa, actually. So I, I don't know that I can play Iowa, but Nebraska obviously wants to go to a bowl. They didn't go last year. They played really well down the stretch last year, much like this year, at least in the last four games. They've actually outgained three of their last four opponents. They only won one of those games. Uh, Nebraska, I, I still can't get over the fact that they're 87th in turnover margin. Iowa doesn't turn over the ball very often. You want to win that turnover margin. Uh, but Iowa, I, I mean, I just I just think that this, this game, I mean, I may be on Nebraska money line. It's, it's money line or, or nothing. I wouldn't bet the spread here because, uh, you know, if Nebraska is going to get beat in this game, I think they get beat by more than four. Uh, I, I think Nebraska on the money line could be a good bet. But I got to look at it more. Uh, I mean, this spread, 66% of the tickets on Iowa, and the lines moved from 4.5 to 5.5. If it, it got up to 7, I would love Nebraska here, and I would forget about the money line. But I think there's some value on Nebraska on the money line since they need to win this game, and they've been playing a lot better lately. Uh, you know, just come off a thrashing of Maryland, which, you know, a lot of teams have, have done that. But they also outgained Wisconsin in their previous game. Uh, that game was a lot closer than the final. So if Nebraska can take care of the ball, which is a big if, uh, I think they could upset Iowa here. Boise State versus Colorado State. Colorado State just played back-to-back rival games, playing Air Force, their in-state ri- rival, and then Wyoming, their border rival. Uh, you know, Boise State will always get your attention. So I still think that this is a big game for Colorado State's team. And, and the offense is good for the back door. Plus Boise state really is nothing to play for here. I see them wanting to maybe shorten the game and move on to the mountain West championship game, but maybe Boise, you know, has motivation to blow out Colorado state because, you know, they're, you know, you know, I don't think they're getting a new year's day bowl game, but they may think that they have a shot. So I got to dig into that motivation angle because if they want to blow out Colorado state, they will probably one of the most intriguing matchups of the week that you know, I'm definitely going to dig in d- deeper, but I actually, we've seen this a couple of times. This is a, a little slightly different Memphis against Cincinnati. This could be a repeat. We're seeing, seeing a game that could be a repeat just next week in the American athletic championship game. Memphis needs a win to get there. You know, they're 10 point favorite here. 
and Cincinnati has no reason to show them anything unless they would rather face Navy, which I highly doubt you want to face and prepare for a triple option team. However, Cincinnati probably still wants to win to have a shot at a New Year's Day bowl game. So, you know, Cincinnati's weighing it. Do we want to let Cincinnati win? Or um, do we want to let Memphis win, face them in the American Athletic Conference Championship? And then, or do we want to beat them and then possibly play Navy with the upside of a New Year's Day bowl? I, I think they like the New Year's Day bowl idea. So I think Cincinnati will give some effort here. Uh, you know, Memphis could lose and still get in. However, if they, they they need Navy to lose on Saturday and won't know that result beforehand. So I, I think this is an under, a good under spot, uh, especially with the amount of points these teams have given up. We, we probably have an inflated total, and both defenses are good. I think both teams come out conservatively, knowing that they probably are going to play each other next week. And since he can stop Memphis's rushing attack, which is a big key here, we've seen it in years past with these teams playing each other the final week, and the game usually goes under and the dog covers. I lean to the under here, but it's probably a game you want to play live if you can. Like if Memphis scores early and gets a big lead, you may get a better number on the total. I also think Memphis could, you know, obviously get conservative if they were, if they were to get a big lead and, and um, you know, I, happen to know that they're they're facing Cincinnati the next week they're they're going to probably shut down the offense a little bit. Uh we got a few more games here. Uh the Apple Cup I'll save for last cuz that's a very interesting game. We'll jump over to TCU versus West Virginia. West Virginia out of a bowl here with their loss against Oklahoma State last week. TCU with a win can get in. Uh but how much do they have left the week after nearly upsetting Oklahoma? You know, I I thought they were screwed at the end of that game. Should have gotten the ball back with over a minute to play, but you know, the review said Jalen hurts got the first down. I thought it was complete bullshit. You know, I had no money on the game, but uh, you know, I, I think everyone knows my feeling on Oklahoma. You know, I really have no lean here in this game. You know, look, West Virginia plays really good run defense. We saw that on the road against Kansas state and others. And now West Virginia is out of a bowl. I don't know how excited they are to be here. And TCU obviously has, you know, motivation to get to that sixth win. But um, I think double digits is a lot to ask for TCU to cover. They're not like this great offense, although I I do like their quarterback, Max Duggan. I think he's playing really well. And if they do get into a bowl game, uh, you know, they might be worth a look backing depending on who, who they match up against. So no 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 play for me there, but that's the situation. Arkansas State still has a shot at getting into the Sun Belt Championship, but I'm I'm not backing them here as a 13 point road favorite against a one in 10 team. South Alabama has played in some tight games against some good opponents this season, and you know we've seen it in the past with South Alabama. They'll come out of nowhere to upset a team as a double digit dog. You know they obviously you know they have some talent being from the state of Alabama. So, uh, you know, I'm not going to play it there. App State facing Troy, who's fighting for a bowl game, and they are 19-point home – or 13-point home dogs. And App State really has nothing to play for here. They're already in the Sun Belt Championship. I doubt they get a New Year's Day bowl, and I think they know that. Even though they beat North Carolina and South Carolina this year, they lost to Georgia Southern at home. Uh, I, I don't think the Sun Belt's – strong this year so winning the Sun Belt Championship I don't think is going to be something that you know 
get you a New Year's Day bowl game. And Troy has played them tough in the past and beat the team by 21 points that uh, App State lost to by three points in Georgia Southern. Uh, This team can also put up some points. And I think you're getting them in a cheap spot here because they just scored three points last week. Previously, they they had scored 33-plus in five of their last six six games. I I think the last game against Lafayette was just kind of fluky. They turned the ball over three times. They didn't convert on fourth down. They they put up some yards still. Uh, I think this gives us extra line value here against App State. Probably wait until it gets to a plus 14, and then I think there's some value. That wraps up all of this week's games. We will try – I will try to get – there's a lot of, obviously, intriguing games for Saturday. I will try to post a podcast at some point, but this is obviously a busy week. You know, I have family, travel, all that good stuff. So hopefully I can get to some Saturday's games. But obviously my, my main focus is going to be on reading and handicapping the games for Saturday not doing a, you know, a podcast about them because, you know, I, I definitely owe that to my clients that pay for my information. So make sure you subscribe and, and tune into that or jump on my newsletter play. Uh, we did get off the losing streak a bit there. We gave out two premium plays in the newsletter this past week. Texas A&M was the winner at plus 13 over Georgia. Uh, so make sure you subscribe to that and you can do so. Subscribe to Freddie's Premium Sports Picks Newsletter, free at freddywills.com. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Freddie Wills College Football Betting Podcast. If you are still listening to this podcast, you are really into college football betting. And if you are really into college football betting, you should consider following my premium plays, especially my play of the days, which have hit roughly 60% against the spread over my 10-year career. If you aren't into paying for picks, that's totally fine. There are many reasons why I wouldn't even want you to, especially if you don't have the bankroll. In that case, you may want to consider visiting sportsbetcapping.com for free picks from over 70 handicapping experts. That's sportsbetcapping.com for access to free picks on all major sports. Thanks again for listening to this podcast. And as a reminder, please leave five-star reviews on iTunes and take advantage of my premium pick newsletter, absolutely free at freddywills.com.